listeners. This is Dr. Taylor Hartman with Very Best of Living with my colleague and friend, Kat Larson. Hi, Kat. Hello, friend and colleague. How are you? (laughs) Well, let me tell you something. Like, there's a quote that I love. It says, I would hate to live in a world without Octobers. And that's what this is, October. There are certain people in life I would hate to live without. You're one of them. My (laughs) wife's another one. My kids. There are certain people that I just like having them around. Like what they bring to my life is so enriching. And October does that. So here we are. Yes. Is, are the trees still brilliantly beautiful? They're still absolutely brilliantly beautiful. I, I, I just, I mean, when I think about the beauty of nature in fall, I'm just mm-hmm. stunned. I, I'm just overwhelmed. It actually does make it a little less bitter when I get into the winter. Yeah. <laughs> I can still remember the, the magic of this beauty. So. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was there. I know. You well, you would enjoy it. you you appreciate that kind of thing very much. But you I also do. have that beauty where you are. That's gorgeous big trees and oh Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of color change. I mean, I guess the oaks do. Nope. I, you know, this will be my first my first color change here. So I don't that's know. Right. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yep. So but you're in a bunch you know of aspens, funny about that. right? Yes. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, you have aspens everywhere. Yeah. They're stunning. Well, yeah. I, it reminds me of a trip my wife and I took with our uh, three young children at the time to the East Coast. And, of course, my Aunt Annie, who's now passed on. Yes. Heaven forbid what they're going to do with her when she gets there. But um, I, <laughs> I love mean? this woman. What she's going to do with them? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that was Annie. <laughs> I kept telling Chrissy, her daughter, I kept, Chrissy, l- let me explain this to you. John is stalling her death because he is trying to get ready for dealing with her again. <laughs> Give me one is, more day. Give me one more day. Yeah. <laughs> My freedom. Oh. But they are. Oh, I love that woman. She was yeah. just, I, I will just never forget the time that she was at that wedding, her son's wedding. And oh my gosh, she, um, <laughs> she, 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 I'm going home. I'm going back to the hotel because I'm tired. <laughs> So Gene yeah. and I yeah. go to change our clothes and we get into the elevator and guess who's in there? It's Annie. And she's got this jug of uh, quarters. <laughs> I said, oh my gosh, are you going down to play? She goes, well, the more I thought about it, I really shouldn't waste my time while I'm in Vegas. I should play. <laughs> so she left the <laughs> wedding early to go play, play this plot. <laughs> ah, so good. It was so but good. The, Oh, so good. And the thing I, I remember is what she did for Jean and I. She put together a plan. We didn't really know the magic of uh, Utah. We lived in California. So she puts together this trip for us to go up and down the East Coast, the Northeast, right? Mm-hmm. It was, Kathy, she was unbelievable what she put together. It was a oh. great experience because oh. of her. Yes. She just outlined and mapped the entire thing for us. Yes. So it's funny when you think about people in your life that have touched your life and blessed your life. And how much you appreciate them, even after yes. they go on, you're grateful for yes. what they have been for you, right? In your life. Yep. So she was one of those for me, just her sense of joy and laughter and, you know, running the show. Oh, running the show. Right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <You know. laughs> yes, she was so great. So I have a um, kind of a topic I want us to kind of play with today. Okay. Uh, everybody's born with a personality and in that personality, they have natural gifts that truly, in my experience, would almost help them navigate life if they did no work on themselves. They mm-hmm. came through mm-hmm. based on those gifts that they have, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then there are those things that each of us in our colors have to work on 
or they actually prevent us from living life fully. So these are obstacles, uh, mm-hmm. things that you actually go through in your life that are, they're, they're obstacles for you, right? So I, I'm going to tell you this great story um, that I use with kids all the time. It's so fun. I tell you to go through this experience and then I tell you what it means in your life. So I ask people to define or describe, I'm sorry, an open field, describe mm-hmm. the open field and then describe an obstacle. There's an obstacle in the road, describe what it is and how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then there is a, an old skeleton key that you see on the side of the road. Do you pick it up and keep it? Do you just walk by it? Do you pick it up and toss it away later on mm-hmm. your trip? And then the last one is just a body of water. Um, describe the body of water and uh, what you do about it. Mm-hmm. And so, and then they tell me their answers and then I tell them what it means in their life. And the fun thing for me is the obstacle piece for people is what are the obstacles in your life? Have you identified them accurately? And what do you do about them? How do you then deal with those? And so I, I was going through the, the colors and, and let's talk about just each of the colors, uh, like a driving core issue that they might have based okay. on their personality, right? Okay. So, yeah, of course, you start with the reds because they get angry if I don't. Um, <laughs> right. But <laughs> <laughs> They turn off the radio. I oh, she's not turning with me, but I am. Wait till my time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get on with it. Let's go to the blue. Get on with it. Turn it back later when it's their turn. <laughs> or, or I know a better one. That's not the right one. That's right. That's right. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the red. I think, I think honestly, one of the things I think gets in the way for reds the most is their pride and arrogance. Mm-hmm. Um, it prevents them from listening. Like they mm-hmm. really do think they have the answer. Ironically, Kat, I find they oftentimes do. Like they really are very um, oh, yeah. smart, right? They pay yes. attention. They know what they're doing, right? And I was so intrigued, this guy that I work with, a uh, business consultant, I was so impressed. I said, what, what have you learned this last year that makes you better today than you were a year ago? And he said, you know, I've added an element of emotion and intuition to my decision making. I'm so logical that I don't really listen to the feelings. I don't allow those elements that are important to others to make be a part of the decision I make. Mm-hmm. And so what a great thing when that red finally said, you know, I still love my logical mindset and how I come mm-hmm. from, but I've added an element. So already you're showing in a humility versus an arrogance, right? Yeah. I don't need that. I already got it. Um, best red leaders always start with what would you think we ought to do? What would you recommend? Because as soon as they say what they think, people are going to defer to it, Right because they want right. to please them. So the smart ones don't do that. They, they allow others to speak first. And some that are arrogant reds are like, it's a waste of my time. I don't have time for this. I have right. the answers. Move on. Right. right. So I think pride, wanting to look good, wanting to be the smartest person in the room, um, not listening to other people around you, those kinds of things, I think are obstacles for reds. What do you think? Yes. And the other word that came up is, it's probably wrapped around that is that selfishness in them. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that's very yeah. good. Yeah. I like it. That. Just, yeah, it feels like, well, and I think it's probably in the same, you know, it's in the same word. It's just like, in, yeah, yes. But you're right. When people are making it always about them, it, it doesn't invite you in. It doesn't make you want to get connected to or support their projects or, right? right? right. You almost become selfish yourself. Like you pull right. back and you're like, no. 
And I think the antidote or the reason, let's talk about the reason why. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I really think one of the best tools you could ever use in mental health is identify the obstacle, ask yourself why you are there, why that obstacle owns you. Mm-hmm. And then what will you do about it? The what? That's the part I love about yep. people code. Like, what can yep. you do about that? How can you change yep. that, right? So, but let's go with the why first. So the why for the red arrogance and pride is insecurity. They can't be wrong. They can't look bad. They can't accept that they're not the best, right? So that that prevents them from actually embracing humility, embracing uh, other people's perspective, valuing other people's way of thinking and being, because they always streamline as it's my, the way I see it is the right way. So right. being less or different is not okay. Right. So if you want to be a healthy red, like I had, I'm really healthy red on the, on the, my Instagram. I uh, loved it. recent Hartman personality yeah. right, on Instagram. And he asked, yeah. how, as, as a red, how can I listen better? I mean, like that's gold to me. Yeah. Like what a great comment. I don't know the age of this person, but it was a he and it was a red. And he wanted to know how to listen better. And I, and I suggested curiosity, like really be curious. Like, how do people think? I'm always fascinated when I actually let people kind of share their perspective. They think of things I would never have thought of in a million years. And you can't really understand people if you don't ever listen. No. With curiosity, right? Like, why do they right. think the way they think? Right. Even if it's not healthy, it is helpful. To at least understand, oh, that's where it comes from. Now I understand that perspective better. I didn't get it before. I would never have gone down that path, whatever. So for them, I really think a really good thing for them is to listen and be curious about other people. Slow down. Don't be so efficient that you're ineffective. I think, too, when you're talking about that, like curiosity has to have, for me, uh, the first step of curiosity or the pre precursor is care, care enough to yeah, know about. Yeah, that's good. Because I like that. you can tell when somebody's like kind of going through the motions. You know, if you're, a, yep. you know, great of, point. Like, oh, I read in a book. I'm supposed to be curious. You know, <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> I care enough too. You know, I care a lot, right? It's so or, good. That's you know, and and for a red to to care about. I'm not saying that reds don't care, but I do think that, that sometimes it, it gets lost for me. Yeah, it's a challenge for them. No, yeah. I think it's a great insight you shared. I, I love the fact that when, if a red is not doing it legitimately, they'll yeah. say, well, this didn't work. That's a waste of my time. Well, it's illegitimate because you didn't really care. Right. That's really good. No, I love that piece. That's very good. And people know it, by the way. <laughs> Even if oh, you yeah, don't you think they do. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's very good insight. Let's go with the blue. Okay. Um, so we have one of our listeners that asked, why do I hang on to things that are way in the past and I can't let go of them? I worry about them. I, I think about them yes. more than I should, more than it's healthy, which is a really big blue problem. That's not, this person's not alone. That's not uncommon for no. blues to say to me, right? So the worrying part about it, blues feel almost a responsibility to take care of the world. They, they have to fix everything. That's their mm-hmm. job. And if they don't, then they feel guilty, right? And and what I always want to say to them is, you, you're making it all about you. And their response is, no, I'm not. I'm thinking about them. I know, but you're making them about you. Like what they need to do, you feel responsible for. And 
I, I, always, I always say to Blues, get off the cross. Someone else needs the wood. Because they get so like, I'm a martyr. I'm so guilt. I'm so driven by this caring and wonderful that I can't allow people to make their own choices, have their own consequences, use their own agency. I need to intervene and save them from themselves at my own expense. I'm not living life in the moment. I'm not enjoying the day. And um, that's a very twisted mind thing that deals with blues, like getting them out of feeling that they are doing anything valuable by living in the past, worrying about things that have been done, consequences um, that have happened to their kids, or they're afraid of letting life play out without them influencing it. And if it doesn't work right, they get depressed and they get hurt and angry and, and even bitter. And they have a hard time staying in the present. Talked to a business client just last week. She was saying to me, you know what I've done better this year? I am focused more on the present. I'm so busy checking email and stuff that I'm not really enjoying those people I'm with in the moment. And they're feeling it. And I come back to work tired because I never took time off to really enjoy that part of my life. Yes. Isn't that good? So good. Can I ask a quick question on this? Why yeah. for a blue, you said they can't enjoy it unless they're part of it. Is that what you said? Yes. They can't right. unless they, unless they contribute or are part of it or think that they right. added to it in some way. Right. Why is that? Gives a meaning. It gives, it gives a meaning. A meaning. Yep. And what meaning should they be seeking instead of that? Like more positive current things that they can be enhancing people with, like creating opportunities for connection in the moment, not past decisions that are over and done Got or it. have been played, already played out. Got it. And you know, blues crave meaning and purpose. They crave it, but they yes. sabotage it when they're stuck in things that have already happened or are over yes. and beating themselves up for their role in it or why they didn't prevent it or how can people go on? Like that's nonsense. That's none of their business. It's over. The past really is none of your business. Just so you yes. all know that listeners. It's not. It's done. And when you drag it back to the present, all you're doing is preventing yourself from enjoying today. You're supposed to make mistakes in life. You're supposed to learn and grow. But you're not supposed to go back to third grade to do math. It's done. You've learned it. It's on. Move on for a new opportunity. So that's Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Let's talk about the white. White okay. are the interesting ones because I don't think they talk much. So you don't really kind of know. I think for whites, my concern for them is they're fear-based. That it's so unfortunate, the self-doubt, the fear of conflict. I loved Amelia Earhart's comment, courage is the price you pay for peace. Yeah. Courage is the price you pay for peace. And whites are driven by peace. But if they don't have the courage to stand up for things they know or should do because of the consequences, people know they can bully them. They know they can own them. And so they remain victimized by their own fear, right. their own self-doubt, right? Right. I, I just, I've seen so many white people that really, they know in their heart, they know something is wrong and they won't act on it. They won't speak to it. They would rather not deal with the conflict. And I'm like, you're churning inside because you know what you're doing is wrong, but you don't act on it. How's that okay? Very difficult for people to see. So. I I would hope for whites, they, the whites that I've seen that have stood up for things that are wrong, um, not acceptable. I, I can't believe the, the, just the 
adoring I do of them. I love a white because they're not mean and spirited. No, they're not mean at all. They're very no. kind and generous in their care for other people. If they would just act on those things that are wrong, they would stop bullies in their tracks, but they don't want the conflict. So if someone shouts them down, they go, well, that didn't go so well. Well, you're just starting. Like, what do you mean? You're not done. Just don't, just don't relent on things you know are wrong. Stand your ground. And um, I mean, I'd like to talk more today, but we're out of time. So I guess we won't deal with the yellow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's so quick anyway. There's really not much. <laughs> right? And Don't you so agree, yellow, we, fellow yellow? No, we, we are so disgusting. We are. <laughs> are. Yellows, I, I have, oh my gosh. I think, I honestly have to admit this. I think my hardest people are negative yellows. I really yeah. do. Yeah. They they are destructive, Kat. Yeah. They do damage. They are not, I mean, I think about people that I know that are yellow, that are so self-centered. They cannot hear what is wrong with them. They will right. not hear it. And they're so good at manipulation. They're mm. charming and adorable and likable. And so before you know it, they've twisted the whole thing to where they're the victim. If you ever call them out on something they're doing, it's like unbelievable to me. Um, I think yellows, their biggest thing is that they, they just really are very self-serving in terms of being irresponsible, like not taking responsibility for things. Oh, it's not that big a deal. Let it go. Well, yeah, it costs somebody their relationship. It is a big deal. But you, but now you're being so serious. That's, you're so negative. Like that's that's really your problem, not mine. Yeah, lighten up. That kind lighten of, up. Oh, yeah. Lighten up. Yes, it's not my issue. It's that's so blocking for yellows that are that way and hurtful to others. I think about um, a couple I'm working with that I, I mean, this man is so genuine and so committed, and his yellow wife will never own her part in anything. She is the victim of the victims, and while she's doing that, uses him in every way she can to look good to the world. And it, it's so hurtful to me because the yellow, I'm looking at it saying, you don't bring anything to the table, like literally nothing, but you're getting away with it. And that's, that's the part with yellows where they just won't take criticism. They won't uh, allow themselves to sit in their stuff and grow instead of just dancing out of it quickly and making it about you. That's where I think they struggle. What do you think? And it's, it's into, no, I really think that. And I think it's so hard for, it's not so hard for yellows, but what it is hard for other people is every color has the ability to kind of shame others into making that feel that it's yeah. their problem. Like, yep. right. Like I can, right. I can be like, Oh man, you're such a downer. You know, I don't have to right. come on. They're You know, but it, yes. it's so funny that shaming that each color does and how others are so used to soaking that in and going, God, I feel stupid. Cause you know, so here's good. this yellow being so fun. And yeah. I just can't get over myself. And now I feel right. more stupid. That's you know, so good. And you oh, back that's, them that's off. A great insight. Yeah, you do. But by shaming, I think it's a great word. You do shame them. And yeah. All colors do it in their own yes. way. Every yes. Every one of them. Uh, that's very good. Yeah, we should think about how we're doing with hearing feedback versus shaming others, uh, preventing them from calling us out on growth. That we right. Need to make. That's, right. I when like you that. get indignant about something or when you when you start doing that thing that I know I can feel it when I do it, you know, but I also, you know, like you said, when for a long time, it was I thought I had the right to do it and it just felt natural to do it. And then you start learning through the character code and it's like and the color code and it's like, oh, this is this is not my right to do it. It's just what that's I'm such using. Good. Uh, that's self-awareness that you've come into 
that was yep. not there when you were younger? No. Nope. Isn't that true? Like yeah. It's so it's hurtful. It's painful, but it's also so freeing. Like yes. You said it best. You said, I can see myself when I'm doing it. That's yes. such good self-awareness, right? Or yes. someone else, they don't see it. And then when you call them out, then they get angry at you or they get defensive or they're like, you're making this about so much more negative than it really is. Or you're, that's so good. So, yeah. so unless somebody really wants to hear it, probably they won't. Is how I feel. Right. 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 So the choice of, I want to know what I'm doing that prevents people around me from growing. Uh, I want to change that. That takes a lot of growth for that to happen. And I think each of us that do the shaming of others and make it like they're at fault instead of our working on ourselves are preventing our own growth. At the end of the day, we're the ones stuck. When right. We don't realize it. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. It's so fun with the personalities because when you have the color code, it's so easy to see if you God. use it properly, right? Yeah. Don't, don't excuse yourself with it. Don't say if you're yellow. Well, you know how we are. We forget. Like, right. sorry, you were waiting two hours, but I, I'm forgetful. I'm yellow. You know that. Like, therefore, I'm not guilty or responsible for you sitting there for two hours. Right. Um, or, the, well, or, or the blues. I was always thinking of you. I'm always, I'm always thinking about you. Like, I have, you have no idea how much time I put into who you are as a person. And all I asked was just this one, just this one thing. And every time a blue says just, I'm like, stop right there. Because to you, what just is... <laughs> A minor it's, thing it's is the a five-year plan because there's, you know, it's like the like the tree of life. There's like so many roots to that just this one thing, but it's attached to forty-eight different things. That is so, so <laughs> it's so true. Oh, it's good. Uh, or or when I see when I see whites get called out, they're like, well, at least I'm kind, and you're not. Well, <laughs> yes, kind, but you're also like you're not you're not speaking up for truth. You're not standing up for things that are right. Um, you can shame people by just holding back and saying nothing. And then they feel right. guilty for calling out things that need to be called out. Right. It's so right. sad for parents, parents that have a white spouse and the white spouse won't do anything like discipline or whatever. And they're oh. the, always the bad guy because the white spouse is so nice. So no one ever sees how much work it is um, oh. or like just decision-making. Like um, I said, I was happy with whatever you wanted to do. I, well, I'm tired of making all the decisions. Well, why you you do it anyway? So why why would it bother you? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> could yes. you just own that your indecisiveness is a problem? <laughs> Not right. really okay. Well, it's so funny too. Like like you know how like a good comedian when somebody makes you really laugh is that they bring up the stuff that everybody sees, and all of a sudden you're in this humanity. Yes. And it makes you laugh because it's like, oh my gosh, yes, that's good. And they no, and they put good. themselves in it. Right. It's like, yes. you know, and and with the color code, if you can kind of approach it that way, it's like, listen, any color, nobody gets out of this unscathed. I mean, dude, <laughs> we all got it. I mean, every single day, um, you know, it's like, I love I, that every they, day. They, but they do help. Like, it's so funny. You say this, Kat. We had a guy at this last retreat that was a comedian. I mean, seriously, he does stand up <laughs> comedy. Oh, and I oh, he was brilliant. Like his. His humor was over the top. Like, it was hysterical. I actually yeah. said to him, could you, could you just do a little monologue just one night? Just tell us all about ourselves. And he goes, you mean about you like in that tracksuit from the 80s that you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> and he can and, it, and oh my gosh, it was hysterical. Every, his comments about people were, and he was exactly like you're saying. He took the hits himself. He laughed sure. at himself. He mocked himself. 
he was not one of those who just kind of putting everybody else down. He was yes. just delightful to have him around making these comments. But you're right. right. With, with a comedian, they call us all out. And at the end yes. of the day, we all should be called out, right? We're all yes. vulnerable. So that yes, we, but Taylor, we to I told you that. to get, I told you to get rid of the velour tracksuit like 10 years ago, dude. Come on. <laughs> no, but here, let me be honest. As a yellow, talk about denial. We don't even realize that's what we're wearing. We think it's so nice. It looks good. <laughs> Why would I get rid of it? <laughs> my my oh, wife will say to me, you're only, more. That members you're, only tracksuit. Yes, members only. Exactly. <laughs> She'll say. You're more and more like your dad every day because he loved oh. his velour outfits. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you remember the sons so, about like like the the, the jumpsuit yes. with the with the? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if you are one of those, we're checking don't, you in. I'm just don't telling worry; you. it's going to come okay. around again. It'll be popular. I promise you. Don't <laughs> I'm just sure give it time. That's, that's true. That's true. Oh, all right. Well, our listeners, we hope you're hearing this and you're thinking about okay. So, where is it that I am uh, not? handling my obstacles and what are the obstacles I'm creating in my life? Yeah. And how can I focus on those? Stay in my lane, do my work and feel the outcomes of what I will bring to other people because of me doing my work. That's the beauty yes. of, of really playing the people code out in your life. Kat, it's Beautiful. always a pleasure. <laughs> I always More for you. Just our time together. It's always a treat. So thank yep. you for you. Me and our too. listeners, we thank you so much for listening. Um, we are now at four listeners. It's up from three. So when you write us, just know we like you to acknowledge that there are hey, now four. You cannot three. count my mother in that. So it's really only three. So I'm just saying. I'm counting her till she dies. <laughs> all right, oh, my gosh. Thank you all. Thanks. Great. Have a good week. Love we'll you. Talk to you next week. Bye now. Hey, Color Code family, it's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the People Code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.